Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan and you are listening to episode 144 of the Creator Smarts podcast. Today I'm bringing you a special episode because I just got back from Dubai where I attended NAS Summit and in this episode today I'm going to share with you some of the lessons that I learned and just my thoughts overall of the event. Um, first of all, what is NAS Summit? So it's an event for YouTube creators not just YouTube, actually, for creators in general. It can be on any platform. And the, uh, the yeah, so this is organized by Nas Daily. Uh, Nas Daily is one of the biggest creators in the world. They have a huge YouTube channel. They're huge on Facebook. They have channels in all kinds of languages, not just in English. Um, I think they have about, yeah, they have over 44 million subscribers across all their platforms. Uh, it's run by the guy uh, Nusai Yassin. And... Um, yeah, D has a, he has a company, it's called Nas Daily, another company, it's called Nas Academy, it's basically a course platform uh, for creators, they are based in Dubai, and this time they came with the idea to organize the summit, they only announced it, a f- I think two months in advance, maybe two or three months in advance, which is pretty crazy, taking into account that, you know, when you organize an event like this, you want to announce it at least half a year in advance, they only did it a few months ago. I have to say the event was was really really well organized. It took place in the address Sky, yeah, the address Sky Hotel. That's yeah, what the hotel was called. It's a five star hotel in the center of Dubai. It's only a hundred meters away or so from the Burj Khalifa. Um, I wanted to stay in the hotel myself. It was six hundred euros per night. I thought it was a li- little bit too much, um, but those guys are organizing a summit, so. As I said, the location was stunning. Um, usually when you go to events, it doesn't come with any food. Those guys provided breakfast, lunch, even dinner, snacks in between. And in the evenings, we went to... The first night, we uh, we had a pool party. Well, we didn't swim, but a party around the pool area uh, in the hotel where the event takes place. And it came with free drinks. There was catering. It was absolutely amazing. They only charge $200 for a ticket, which I think is ridiculously cheap. Um, usually, it would pay at least $1,000 for an event like this, ex- you know, without getting the drinks. But yeah, it was only $200. It came with everything. It was three days, two and a half days of um, talks, presentations, uh, and it came with all the food in one of the best locations in, well, in Dubai. In, in, in the Middle East, I would say. So, in this episode today, I'm going to share some of the lessons that I learned, okay? So, I arrived on Friday. Oh, sorry, on Thursday. Oh, I already forgot. No, I think it was Friday. Ha! Oh, I think I need to redo this. Um, it was on Thursday morning, 6 a.m. Went to my hotel, took a nap, slept for a few hours because I couldn't slap sleep on the plane and then i met up with my dear dutch friend kevin timmer and we actually had him on the podcast episode 122 maybe you remember kevin uh, is a day trader he trades stocks on the american stock market and he also has a youtube channel where he teaches how to do that kevin does a few million per year in revenue and um he's an old friend i hadn't met him for ages last time i met him we actually spend a month traveling together in India, but like I think five or six years ago. So was really delighted to finally get the opportunity to meet Kevin. And um, I guess the thing I learned from him is um, he um, he's not single. He has a girlfriend, but he's not 
He's not planning to start a family anytime soon. So what he did is just he just moved to Dubai. Because if you are a creator, you are location independent. And why stay in the country where you live? Why not move to a place where you don't pay tax? Because in Dubai, if you are a foreign company, you don't pay any tax. Zero percent. I thought it was really crazy. I heard about it before. I didn't know anybody personally who moved uh, who moved their company there. But yeah, he's basically just living the good life there, not paying any taxes. Um, went for lunch, and after he paid the bill, he didn't ask for the receipts. I said, man, why why don't you ask the receipts so that you can write it off as a company expense? He said, well, it doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really doesn't really matter because I don't pay tax anyway. So, yeah, we also talked about, um, to Kevin Hyatt, a very, uh, I would say, popular business coach uh, in the Netherlands last year. Asked him about some of the lessons that he learned. And he said that, um, so Kevin is a guy, he comes from, you know, the world where everybody runs paid ads. Um, He said he really underestimated the power of organic creating organic traffic so that's why he's doubling down on his youtube channel and on instagram as well um also they're optimizing their sales process so now they basically had a thousand dollar course which they are i think mainly selling over email um now he's actually also hiring people closers um that are gonna sell the courses uh over direct messages but also over the phone um, so that's something that you can consider if you have a high ticket offer a thousand dollars or more um, yeah it usually doesn't work very well if you try to sell it over email so you will see that once you start selling it over the phone um, you can actually increase your conversion but also increase your price and yeah if you combine that that's um, you can quite easily double your business so that's something that he's working on now um yeah and then in the evening went to the event it was a, a networking uh yeah first it was like a, some networking going on in the lobby then later during the night there were speakers like casey neistat the godfather of youtube had a very interesting discussion on stage with nusaya the organizer um yeah met many interesting people there um hugo from jelly smack we also had him on the podcast really nice to meet everybody in person and then um, I also had an interesting conversation with a guy called Paul Backhaus, and he is the um, he's in charge of the creator relations at Google. So he flew in from San Francisco, and what they are trying to do is they are trying to support or to um, to convince people to convince creators to actually repurpose their content on your blog on your website because that's gonna generate traffic. And, well, the more traffic you get on the website, the higher the chance or the more email addresses that you can collect, the more you can sell, right? And on the other hand, it's also good for Google because the more website traffic that Google gets, um, well, the more money that they make as well. So that's a win-win and that's the idea that he was trying to sell to the creators. Um, I think if you have an educational channel, then especially if you have already lead magnets or if you create lesson materials for the videos that you publish, yeah, definitely consider to also publish those on your website because Google will pick them up in their algorithm. You will get more traffic and eventually make more money. And of course, um, get more people to know about your brand. So Google will be happy with that as well. I also had an interesting conversation with Ali Abdal. He was speaking uh, was speaking at the event as well. You know, I'm, I'm not the kind of person who's, 
you know, kind of trying to go after the stars and you know, I didn't really want to come across as a fanboy there. But I managed to catch Ari, uh, Ali, uh, sorry, Ali at uh, at a very at a moment where he was not busy, where he was not surrounded with a ton of fans, and we actually had a really, um, really interesting conversations. We talked about the transition, the trend, the transition that he went through from going. Um, from a solo creator to somebody who now also manages a team and works in an office. We talked about some of the challenges that he had of uh, being a creator. And at the end, he also asked me for some, uh, asked me for some advice. And I thought that was really, yeah, that was really uh, humbling to see that even like the big guys like Ali Abdul, they, they realize very well that they don't know everything and they need to keep learning. And um, yeah, that was a very... It was a very positive uh, conversation. And then, you know, there were really all kinds of people. Like, I talked to this Indian guy. Um, it was it was a couple, actually. So, Indian guy, young couple. Indian guy with uh, a German girlfriend or wife, I think. And um, we, we talked about YouTube and about some of the things that I did. And then we were about 10 minutes in the conversation. And I said, how, how hard is it? I said, can you do this full time? Because, you know, if you have a... A channel in Hindi. Uh, it's kind of hard to monetize your brand, right? Because AdSense revenue is very low in India. And he said, "No, it's going, it's going very well." I said, "Well, you must have a pretty big audience then, or not?" So, how big is your audience? He said, "Well, I have about seven million subscribers." That I looked up his channel, and yeah, he had this massive channel. Um, and then I met this lady from Myanmar. She was one of the biggest YouTubers in the self-development niche in Myanmar. So there were really people from all around the world, from African countries. There was a guy from Zanzibar, a guy from Nigeria. Um, I met lots of Syrians as well. I uh, met a guy from Damascus who uh, was working for a talent agency in Syria. Um, so they work with some of the biggest um creators in Syria I said man life must be really hard there he said well our economy is completely collapsed we only have electricity for like an hour per day or something and you know it really just gave some perspective on this this market like this creator thing this creator industry that we talk about all the time it's not just the US like people from all around the world are um, building a career as a creator in the countries that we all know, but also in places in the world that we've never heard about. And everybody came together at NAS Summit. And I think that was really inspiring. Of course, there were also lots of um, kind of beginner creators, like people who were just exploring the landscapes and uh, yeah, going there for inspiration. But the event was organized very, very well. Some of my favorite talks, uh, I really like the talk, the talk by Jordan Matter. Uh, Jordan is a photographer, has a huge YouTube channel, about 10 million subscribers. And uh, he talked about how he got started. So he has a career in photography. And he uh, he said that, that, you know, there was a day. He showed us a picture and he said, I took this picture. This is one of my favorite pictures, he said. But when I shared it on social media, he only got like, I don't know, 10 or 20 likes. But while he was taking that picture, there was somebody sitting beside him who took a, well, a similar picture, not as good as his one. It was blurry, um, yeah, out of focus. And he also posted it on social media and he got tens of thousands of likes. 
And later he found out that that person was Casey Neistat, one of the biggest YouTubers, well, a few years ago, I guess. And then that's when he realized that he needed to start making videos as well. So he told us about his journey, um, the transition that he made from being a photographer to being a, a YouTube photographer. And at the end, he showed a screenshot of his AdSense revenue over the last 28 days. And he made like $360,000 in a month. Um, yeah, he gets about. He gets over 100 million views per month on his YouTube channel. So that was quite inspiring. I think if somebody like him, I mean, I, I know he also has a course. I don't see any marketing systems or any lead magnets. I don't think he has a mailing list or a website. Um, if he had those marketing systems in place, he could easily double that, that revenue. But um, yeah, well, more about that later. I, I think that was you know another observation that there's so many huge creators out there that have that are really focused on YouTube, that are really good at that, but that are really missing uh, the marketing system. So I think that was very, yeah, that was an interesting thing to see as uh, as a marketer in the creator industry, you know, because that's what we do here at Creator Smarts, right? Uh, Amar from yesterday uh, was there as well. Um, maybe you know Yes Theory. They basically talked about how you can turn your brand into a business, like what we talk about in Creator Smarts here. He talked about the process that they have um, that he used to um, yeah, to figure out what their audience wants and how to come up with good products ideas. Um, Hugo from Jelly Smack, who we also had on the podcast, talked about the democratization. Do I say that correctly? Democratization? Yeah, of media. So the idea there is that if you want to become famous, 10 years ago you needed to go to the gatekeepers first right you needed to ask the right person for permission to be featured in a tv show for example today you can all do that by yourself by youtube you just need to create content that the market wants but then there were also people uh, from the tech industry for example the ceo of Teachable. Now, Teachable is software that some of you might use. Um, I'm a user of Teachable myself. And um, yeah, he basically talked about how to build wealth as a YouTube creator because some of us are getting rich. Um, but yeah, I guess the next challenge is how you actually become wealthy, right? So you said that you see many creators, especially in online education, create their own courses, right? Which is, which is good, um, especially in the, the short term. Um, we also see like bigger celebrities like George Clooney launching their own tequila. Uh, I think The Rock did something similar. Um, yeah, launching courses, think about those kind of things. You can definitely do that, but it's all very strongly connected to your personal brand, right? So another thing that you can do is acquire equity in startups. You looked at people like Marina Moglico, who is also now in the circle, by the way, and Instead of, um, so when, when she was approached by brands like Bacon and, um, yeah, I don't rem remember the other brands, um, but they were basically offering sponsorships, right? And she asked for uh, equity in those startups. We see that some, uh, somebody like Pat Flynn <laughs> did something similar. He's, he's very smart. Um, he has equity in companies like Teachable, ConvertKit, uh, Circle, lead pages so the deal there is basically that he gets equity in the company he talks about those companies on his platform yeah he also advises them and then in return he gets equity 
in uh, in all those companies so yeah if you have like a one percent stake in companies that are worth between 250 and 1 billion then um well you can calculate but there are profits to be made especially when those companies uh, are going to be sold one day in the future right so the idea is really to take some of the cash that you're making and invest that in startups in the industry that you understand and ideally startups that you can also advise for because yeah that's gonna ultimately give you the control uh, about whether the stock that you have invested in is going to grow or not right so yeah how do you how do you how do you do that how do you get equity he said you can ask companies simply to invest Um, you can become an advisor in return for being early asking to be paid in equity instead of cash uh, it can also invest in uh, in funds in creative funds so basically a bucket with um, stocks in all kinds of different startups or you can even run your own fund uh, your own startup fund like what night media is doing the management agency of uh, mr beast run by reed Dutcher that we also had on the podcast a while ago all right so yeah these were just a few notes a few things that i wanted to say about uh, about nas summit and um if you're interested in coming to these kind of summits then um i th- think they're going to throw another event next year in dubai they haven't announced the date yet but later this year in september we also have vit summits taking place in la where i will be uh, as well so if you are serious about this creator industry you want to learn more about it you want to get to know the other players um then i would definitely recommend you to check out one of those two events so either nas summit or um or vid summit yeah thanks to the uh, the organizers of the event it was really really well done um i had low expectations but yeah you guys delivered and um if you like this episode then yeah or if, if you would like to come to one of these events then tell them that you heard it from creator smarts all right that was it thanks for listening ciao